and 107.3 WXGLHD2 St. Pete. Live from the WeatherTight Windows Studio. Unique opinions, compelling conversation, and the best in afternoon entertainment. Now, the conversation continues. It's time for John's Choice on Drew Garabo Live. Open the natty light, we're twisting another the fatty tight Cause nothing tastes as good as that first hit And working for money that's already spent On nights at the bar instead of the rent A bender ain't a bender until you quit And I can't say Why we need To conform to the norm of what we are told to be So we're making bad decisions Bad, bad decisions tonight Welcome back to Drew Garabo Live. I'm John Senning. He's Corey Cardinal. 420 smoking if you got it. Hell yeah, on the dot. Uh, this is Bumpin' Ugly. Sugar Shack just put out a uh, a really, really, really uh, good session that they recorded in California. It was like a pop-up at the uh, Cali Roots Festival with Brandon from Bumpin' Uglies. The dude's got a... It's just him and an acoustic guitar, and his voice is is flawless. It's really good, and it has features this song. Now it's a Tuesday night with nothing to do. We're knocking him back and taking a cruise. You're only under the influence if you're caught. By the way, uh, I had somebody. Oh, I need to. Uh, I need to almost uh, read it out loud if I can find it. I got. Uh, you know, it's nice to get a, a touching uh, email or yeah. a uh, or or a Facebook message or whatever. You know, a lot of uh, a lot of people are very very nice, but when you touch somebody's life, um, oh no, I can't find it. When you touch somebody's life so closely and you affect them in a way uh, that changes their life uh, forever, uh, it, it really resonates with you, and it really. Um, it really makes you think and it makes you just be grateful for the platform that you have uh, that you can change people's lives in the way that we get to every single day. And um, I got this during the last break. And, and I don't know if you saw me, Corey, but I, I kind of teared up over here. I did. It's your one, one for the month. Yeah. What do you get for? So. Well, I'm trying to, I've actually been dried up lately. I haven't really? cried a lot lately. I think that just means because I'm getting more and more you know, dead inside every day. You're welcome. Yeah, but thanks to you and his company. Um <laughs> I just want to thank you. The segment you did the other day about ditching your underwear has truly changed my perception on wearing underwear. I don't wear it anymore. And since I haven't, my body temperature has gotten cooler. I used to have a problem with chafing, and I haven't chafed one time since I ditched my skivvies. And it is so much more comfortable when I am out and about with my family. So thank you. Hopefully it is doing the same for you, my friend. I'll only use his first name to protect his privacy. Uh, that was from a man by the name of uh, Ian. By the name of Ian. All right. Uh, by the way, so that we talked about that on Monday. So that means Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I am day three uh, underwear free. Look at you. Yeah, man. I I don't know that I'm ever going back. Yeah. I really don't know. Like there Is hasn't been. There has not been one issue. Like the only issue possible. It's like yesterday when I got home and I, I was I was walking Brody. It's just hot as yeah. balls after, you know, even when we get out of here. I was wearing red shorts. And by the time I got done with the walk, probably a little more ass cheeks sweat stain than normal. But that's fine. I mean, as far as being in here and going about my normal day, I can tell you that um, 
I can tell you that I'm feeling really, really good about the decision to not uh, to to not wear underwear anymore. I'm gonna join you on one of those uh, one of those trains one of these. Yeah. Days. Why don't you do it? Like, what's holding you back? Honestly, I just forget. Like, I get out of the shower in the morning, and I mean, I I'm always half asleep when I'm getting ready anyway. So I just it's a routine. I get out of the shower. I I, I get dressed. Dude, I brush my teeth. I get ready. The, boom, 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 boom. Well, see, that is that is one of the most. I like just taking things off my plate. You know. Yeah. And although it may seem like a small thing to some. Like when I go, because usually what I do is I go to my drawer before I hop in the shower and I just grab out whatever I'm going to wear. Right. Just that feeling of just grabbing a shirt and a pair of shorts. It's although it be just a small tweak, it's so freeing. It's just I'm freed from the shackles of underwear. No decisions. No having to worry about whether I have any clean. No, no, not to worry about anything. And then I just put on my shorts and it's just, just free flowing air on my body. Yeah. Well, I'm also afraid that because most of my shorts are because are, my, my weight fluctuates, especially, yeah. especially oh, yeah. my, my, yeah. my waist. Yeah. So Welcome to my life. I don't like a lot of my shorts and pants. They're, they're just a smidge too big. So if I'm not wearing anything, like they're going to fall down. I, I wear a belt, but even still, like it, it's it kind of hangs a little lower than I than I feel. Well, I feel like I would be comfortable. Well, going commando. I don't know if she's going to go to HR or not, but since you said it, I will fill you in that. When I was walking to the studio with my hands full, my shorts were falling down, and and yeah. I said to Monica, I said, uh, just so you know, I think my bare ass is hanging out right now. Yeah, and she did look, and she said, uh, yes, it is. Yeah. Well, at first she w- she was she was having your back. She was like, no, no, it's not. You're good. You're good. And then she was like, oh, there it is. There's a little ass meat there. Yeah. yeah. But she did say that she wanted to know why I don't have any tan lines. Which yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. Come on over and t- check it out. Yeah. They don't call me Orange Fabio for nothing. Uh, welcome to Drew Garabo Live. Who's this? Hey, what's up, guys? Fritzy, Fritzy, baby. How you doing, man? All right. How are y'all? I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. What's going on in your world today? I just wanted to briefly comment and say I started going commando back in the early 80s because I read in this book that uh can't catch no fish if they can't see the bait. But nowadays, man, especially living down here in Florida, I can't imagine wearing them. I mean, it, it really is. I think at this point, um, I, I think at this point, like, I'm done with them. Like, unless yeah. it's maybe it's a – like, I can't see something happening drastic enough to have me ever go back to underwear ever. So, uh, well, at least I know and I'm in good company, Fritzy. Yeah, and it's more laundry to do. All right, hey, That's you guys true. have a great day. All right, thanks, buddy. You're not gonna go. You're not gonna go underwear when it gets cold. I think that's gonna be even better. Yeah. I mean, because I mean, how cold is cold? That is true down here. Yeah, yeah. And, and the other thing is too, I don't wear jeans. Like, I, I think if I wore, a, I, I, if I, if I wore jeans, then I would probably have to wear underwear just because of the friction situation. Yeah, that's what <clears> I'm afraid of. But uh, you know. It, like Mothball Sniffer says, uh, you're one step closer to moving to Caliente. Maybe this is how it works. Like, Maybe. once you start feeling that free, that air, you know, it, it all changes. A Sarah Soda man has been hospitalized with serious injuries following an alligator bite incident in Mayaca City, which is, like, pretty much the alligator capital of the world, if I may say so myself. Have you ever been down there to no. Mayaca State Park? No. Dude, so would you just go in to Mayaca State Park. And you're going, like, on this road to get back to where there's the main, whatever the hell they call it. I think there's a restaurant and a gift shop and stuff. You go over these bridges. And when you do so, if you get out, and a lot of people do, look 
you will just see a sea of alligators. My like there God. are there are a bunch of different there are a bunch of different areas. Um, Danielle, my wife, they always love to share this story uh, with me. Her family. And how it actually went down, I don't know because I wasn't there, but they share the same story. They were down in Florida looking at houses before they moved from New Jersey. And when they did that, they took a day trip to Mayaka City and to Mayaka Park. And they rented a, they, they, uh, or they rented a canoe. And the whole family went out in a canoe. And, and the way that they tell the story is they make it into this kind of narrow waterway. And at some point are completely surrounded by alligators that start nudging and bumping up against the boat. The girls are, and keep in mind, these are people from up north who are not alligator-versed or friendly or even used to seeing them. The way that they share the story is, like, there's nothing funny about it. Like, they were all traumatized and and, and had to fight, you know, get through the alligators with their paddles uh, to eventually make it back to shore. So uh, that's the same place where the guy who was uh, looking for whatever the hell he was looking for under the water in Mayaka City. Remember that? An alligator bit down right on top of his head. Yeah, I would be petrified. Yeah, that's no good for me. Uh, Authorities responded around 5.30 p.m. uh, to the Lake Manatee Fish Camp, which I know this area. I've been to this little spot before. Uh, That is where they found Eric Murda, who was 43, who had been bitten by an alligator. Uh, He was taken to an area hospital to be treated for serious injuries to his arm. I always wonder, like, all the different classifications of uh, of when someone's hurt or sick. I mean, serious injuries, like, that makes me think that they're, like, maybe they won't make it. But, it, I mean, it does sound like it was it was an, serious injuries to his arm. Serious injuries is like a step or two shy of critical, critical injuries. Right. The FWC is still investigating the incident, and an alligator trapper was dispatched to the scene to find the gator. Uh, this is another one of the, I mean, we don't have any details right now, but you're talking about a place... This area that has so many damn alligators doing alligator things, and you're near that water. Now, I'm not, I mean, no disrespect to Eric Murda. 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 Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I thought of. It is spelled M E R D A. No disrespect. But I would think most people, if they're standing on the edge of a body of water that is full of alligators and they are attacked by an alligator, that they would, they would say, hey, I don't really feel comfortable with you just start ripping alligators out of here and killing them. No, not at all. You know, it's one thing and I don't, I don't defend it. It's another thing. If it's a uh, retention pond, like or at that, where that, where those alligators ate that lady down in Inglewood Mm -hmm. uh, at a golf course. Like, I think those probably got to go because you are in an area that is, that is, you know, suburban and there's stuff going on around it and you just can't have gators that are, that have eaten people in that area. But you want to talk about Mayaka City and the waters in and surrounding that? That is the most prime gator habitat that you're going to find damn near on planet Earth outside of the Everglades. So, I mean, to think that you can go there, get attacked by an alligator, and then they'll be like, eh, this alligator's got to go. And, and how are they going to figure it out? They're just well, going to keep yeah. ripping one after another after another? Yeah, yeah, that that I don't know. Good I don't know God. when you have that many gators. At some point, you probably just give up. Yeah. Just like, Before you even go in, you're yeah. like, ah, yeah, we're yeah. not going to figure it out. Yeah, we did the best we could. Yeah, it's all right. uh, a Largo man has been accused of operating a drug house at a pizza restaurant after 11. This guy was running a smorgasbord of drugs yeah. uh, were found during a search of his business. Uh, the Pinellas County Sheriff's Office said it began investigating Blairam Lejana, who was 49 in April, after receiving a tip that he was selling a large amount of drugs out of his restaurant. I've never been to this place. Uh, Brick House Pizza? No. I've never been there. 
Um, detectives found 11 different drugs when they searched the restaurant, uh, including 1.5 grams of hydrocodone, uh, 25 doses of, uh, uh-oh, I don't think I know this drug, 25 doses of aprazolam, aprazolam. You know that? No. You ever dabbled in that? No. 2.1 grams of morphine, 12 doses of lorazepam, 2.3 grams of Dilaudid, 6 grams of oxycodone, Jeez. 1 gram of hydromorphone. What the hell is that? I don't know. Dude, the guy had, the guy really had whatever you need. 37 grams of marijuana, 7 grams of cocaine, uh, 12.5 ounces of meth. I figured out what aprozolam was. What is it? Common uh, Xanax. Oh, really? Xanax. Okay, 25 doses. Mm-hmm. And uh, last but not least, uh, another one that I'm going to need help with. Um, five ounces of one, four. Oh, it's GHB. Oh. Sorry, it has it right there in the... Uh, yeah, yeah, all right. It's a little GHB. Wow. Uh, the man was arrested and taken to the Pinellas County Jail where he was charged with nine counts of possession of a controlled substance, five counts of trafficking amphetamine, one count of unlawful use of a two-way communications device, and one count of operating a drug house. Um, oh, man, they get a bonus. you get a bonus bust for GHB. Huh. One count of trafficking GHB. Man. So, I mean, it seems as if this guy was the owner. Maybe these people know something about this spot. Uh, welcome to Drew Garabo Live. Who's this? Hey, it's the wildlife dude. How you doing, Johnny? Hey, wildlife dude. How you doing, man? <laughs> Good, man. Hey, I was just going to weigh on the gators as usual. Yeah, what do you Disclaimer, got? Disclaimer, I'm, I'm not a gator expert per se. I am a California wildlife and marine biology specialist. I used to uh, track mountain lions for game purposes in the hills of... You- California. You ever? Uh, I don't know if you missed it earlier. We were, uh, you know, we were talking about mountain lions, and we've also been spending a lot of time talking about beaver and and, and what beaver meat tastes like. That's not a joke. I'm being serious. Uh, but also, no, no, have, have, you. have you had? Um, have you had mountain lion meat? I have. What's it like? I've heard that it's often prepared um, like a pulled pork, almost with some barbecue sauce or something. I mean, not that I like to eat animals too often, but uh, I just I couldn't resist when. I had the opportunity, and to me, it tasted like, uh, how do I describe it? I mean, it was very seasoned well, but uh, it was pretty tasty, actually. Really? I've heard that. it kind of reminded me, it's like a cross between, this is going to sound weird, but I don't know how else to describe it. It's like a cross between pork and deer. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that sounds about right. And you just, when you start thinking about felines, you just imagine that there's just wouldn't be any good meat to be found. But, yeah. but I, I have heard uh, when prepared properly, Ooh. it can be, uh, it can be kind of yummy. Well, you got to realize a mountain lion is almost pure muscle. Yeah, that is true. And it's about 200 pounds of muscle. Yeah, that is so, true. I mean, you know, that's true. I mean, it is what it is. What'd you have on yeah. the, uh, what'd you have on the gators? Oh, I was kind of along the line we were talking about the other day when I called you, but, um, you know, it really comes down, it's an apex predator. So it's there to, you know, keep the, it's nature's way of keeping population balances, right? So, I like, I agree with you. If it's in a golf course where there's tons of people, unfortunately, we probably encroached on its, in its area. However, you can't really have gators that are not afraid of people eating people in a people place where a lot of yeah, people are. Yeah, yeah. But... You like where you're talking about, you know, if it's a gator environment and that's their natural habitat, you know, then it's like you can't really, it's kind of like you're walking to somebody's home and, and just ripping them out of their house. 
Yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's a. I mean, you know? it happens often. Even the, I mean, that's probably a bit of a gray area with the park down where the guy got eaten uh, or taken out by the gator when he was digging for disc golf because that one was yeah. uh, or the, the the discs and you know that one was a tough one too because albeit a park where people are, the dude was deep inside under the water and it's like when you go that far into the water, the fresh water in Florida. I'm not saying that you're asking for it, but you're not not asking for it. Yeah, you kind of are, though. I mean, come on. Like, if it's Florida. There's gators in fresh yeah. water. You just have to go with that assumption. You're, you're right. But, you know, there's another thing gators do that I don't think. Like, yeah, they're the apex. They maintain populations. But the other things that they do that people don't realize is, so they do, they slide in and out of the mud and they dig holes where they burrow. Yeah. And that helps invertebrate populations. Wow. Like yeah. fish. It's like always, fish and, it's always crazy. Th- thanks for the call, wildlife guy. I really appreciate yeah, you checking no in. You're, you're good stuff. I, I, it's so fascinating uh, to hear about, like I know in Yellowstone and other spots where like the wolf population has gone down. Yeah. Like when you, when you mess with one animal or you reintroduce one animal, the trickle down effect to the entire food chain is so vast. I think it was Yellowstone. I could be talking out of my ass, but when they reintroduced the wolves, uh, it also somehow like brought back uh, you know, a, a population of, uh, of 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 rabbits that hadn't been seen in a long time huh. because the wolves were eating some of the predators that were actually preying on the on the rabbits. So it just depends on uh, where it is. But but one animal, it just doesn't end there. You start messing with it. Not that I think the whole ecosystem you screw up. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Uh, let's step aside for a moment. When we get back, plenty of joints uh, to still fire up, including um, a troubling story out of Palm Harbor and what a uh, young man decided he needed to or had to do uh, in regards to his mother uh, and the beaches at Bel Air Shore. Uh, There is a rule that has the whole town uh, outraged. I'll tell you about that. And laughing gas for pregnancy. Cool or not cool? I don't know. You're listening to Drew Garabo live on 102.5 The Bone. Summer's more fun when you take the bone to the beach. This is 102.5 The Bone. And now, another bone traffic update from the Safe Touch Security Traffic Center. Traffic brought to you by Cars for Kids. The cones have been removed down in Manatee, northbound Interstate 75. Traffic is a breeze now down there with the wreck completely off to the shoulder. And once again, the major roadways are surprisingly and thankfully accident-free for now. Smooth sailing across the bay. Don't waste your time trying to get rid of your old or broken car. Cars for Kids is the easiest and fastest way to donate your car and get a tax deduction. Go to carsforkids.org today. That's cars with a K. This is Eric in the Safe Touch Security Traffic Center. John Senning back again with my friend Andrew from South Bay Medical Clinic. Andrew, it is stressful just thinking about it, let alone talking about treating ED. Lots of different pills, shots even, and nobody wants to deal with that. Can you tell everybody how South Bay Medical Clinic is changing the game when it comes to treating ED? Well, technology has changed just about every aspect of our life. Finally, it's changing how we treat erectile dysfunction. South Bay Medical Clinic uses the most advanced form of wave technology. It omits gentle pressure waves, which open up and regrow blood vessels. It improves circulation enough. Guys, we can finally get rid of the erectile dysfunction without the use of medication. When I hear no shots, no pills, I get that spontaneity that I'm looking for. I have to to wonder, have there been other studies done that show just how good this treatment is? We have 50 clinical studies that have been performed on our technology from outfits like Cambridge and multiple hospitals. The science is sound. This has been called the new standard of care for ED. 
Now, if this isn't good enough, my mind is blown. I know there are men out there listening, feeling like this sounds too good to be true, but you've always got something a little extra special to sweeten the pot for the Bone listeners. That's right, guys. If you're ready to end your erectile dysfunction and regain your love life, call us now. A lot for free. The exam, the assessment, even the blood flow ultrasound with our doctor. Plus a gift, you will love this. It produces immediate results in the bedroom. Now, this is $500, but call us now. It's all free. Operators are standing by. Leave the pills and shots in the past and reach for the treatment of the future with South Bay Medical Clinic. 813-565-1000. Do not hesitate. 813-565-1000. Change your life today with South Bay Medical Clinic at 813-565-1000. Wesley Temple Toyota is giving you red-hot, booming deals all month. Zero Down delivers any used vehicle. Plus, make no payments until September. Most Wesley Temple pre-owns are covered by our lifetime warranty. Cars, trucks, SUVs, budget to luxury. We have the pre-owned vehicle you're looking for at the price you want. Looking to trade? We need it. And we're willing to pay up to 4000 over KBB for it. Don't wait. Wesley Chapel Toyota. The proof credit interest accrues from date of contract. Expires 7-30-22. See for limited warranty details. Hey, welcome to Ikea. What's that? My college checklist. That I may be color-coded. Don't worry. Our back-to-college event from July 22nd to the 24th has deals for all budgets. And as an Ikea family member, you save $15 when you spend $150 or more pre-tax. Level with me. We talking snacks here? Snack and save away. Visit your local Ikea store or ikea-usa.com slash back-to-college for details. Offer valid 722 to 724 in the U.S. Discount applied proportionally across items purchased as shown in receipts. See store and Ikea from 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday, Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour has beer, cocktails, and bar food for 3 to 6 bucks. It's the perfect way to offset a long day. Text that hilarious joke about your boss to your boss. What? No, no. Try a $4 Miller Lite tall. Set your morning alarm for 6 p.m. <laughs> that calls for $5 strawberry margaritas. So if you ask your phone why you're still single and... Ha, ha, ha. Seriously? Head to Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour from 3 to 6. At participating locations, taxes and fees apply. Dine-in only. Drink responsibly. Offers vary by location. Void where prohibited. Don't poke fun at me for being a gadget guy. You want lemon zest? I've got a zester. Capping spark plugs? Let me grab my spark plug gauge. And for sure, I'm a Regions app guy when I need to check balances, deposit checks, make transfers, or make an appointment. Regions tech is always at my fingertips. You need anytime access to your accounts. Regions gets it. So switch to Regions Life Green Checking for our highly rated app, online tools, and personal service that helps you live in the moment. Visit Regions.com to learn more. Regions Bank Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. You don't have to be a couple to blast off to Florida's largest adult novelty store, XTC Adult Supercenter. Now with four locations, fantasy and fun are what XTC Adult Supercenter is all about. It's also the perfect place to gift, from unmentionables to intimates and tons of toys for him and her. So head straight to the experts at XTC Adult Supercenter. Center. Now with four stores, Sarasota, Bradenton, and two locations in St. Petersburg. XTC awaits. You want to do your own lawn care and pest control, but you're not sure you can get pro results. You can with DoMyOwn.com. They not only have pro products, but the pro knowledge and pro support you need to use them. DoMyOwn.com for the pro in you. 
Furman Chevrolet in Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one Chevy dealer. What makes us number one? At Furman Chevy Brandon, we say yes. Yes to buying any GM lease. Yes to paying top dollar for your trade. And now through July 31st, we say yes to 2.49% APR financing for well-qualified buyers on any new 2022 Chevy Silverado 1500 in stock. Don't take our word for it. Find new roads and come see why we are number one. Furman Chevrolet. Visit us on Adamo Drive in Brandon or online at Furman Chevy.com. Hey, it's Galvin, and it's time to make everything clean. That means call Peter's Pressure Washing. Get a free estimate today at 813-455-3670. They can clean your driveway. They can clean and seal your pavers. Do your roof, your gutters. They do residential and commercial. Maybe it's time to make your business look brand new. And make sure when you call them, you mention my name, Galvin, and when you bundle two or more services, you save $55. Peter'sPressureWashing.com. And if you want to improve your home with custom epoxy flooring, check out Premier Epoxy at Premier EpoxyTampa.com. This is Joe Cordell. In other ads, I've talked about the weighty matters that are on the table in divorce. Assets, debts, spousal support, and of course, children. But here I want to talk to you about a troublesome issue that arises early and often in the divorce process, but which attorneys, including myself, say too little about. And that's the cost of a divorce. Yet as important as this factor is, it shouldn't overwhelm the more deserving issues that are raised by divorce. But here are just a few things that Cordell & Cordell is doing to help. We have now reduced our initial deposit or retainer. Also, the there's no longer a charge for initial consultations for those who retain. And finally, we now provide on the front end a maximum fee pledge for certain modification and support matters. The bottom line is that to be a partner men can count on, we have to think about all their needs. And attorney fees are no exception. Schedule an appointment with one of Cordell & Cordell's Tampa area attorneys. Office in downtown Tampa. Lisa Cargis, Florida resident partner. Joseph Cordell, licensed in Missouri and Illinois only. CordellCordell.com. Now, a weather update from the Sun Toyota Weather Center. your Tampa Bay forecast. Partly cloudy skies today with a high in the lower 90s. Tonight you can expect clearer skies with a high in the low 80s. And on Friday, mostly cloudy with a 40% chance of rain and thunderstorms and a high in the mid-90s. Now, back to Real Raw Radio. Sponsored by Anajar and Levine. Accident attorneys. Call 1-800-747-FREE. That's 1-800-747-3733. Now, back to Drew Garabo Live on 102.5 The Bone. Welcome back to Drew Garabo Live. You're in the midst of John's joints as we spark up the news of the day. Paranoia, paranoia, digging in her claws. Got me running from my saddle and terrified of breaking the laws. Anxiety is grabbing me to stare me in the face. Reminding me of my mortality and if I lose this race. Maybe So this is almost the counter to you being inside of an animal's home and, and then being the victim. What about when the animal comes into your home? Oh, man. That's a standard ground law. Yeah, that's what happened uh, up in Canada in Leicester Beach. A family at Leicester Beach made a scary discovery early Monday morning when they realized a black bear was roaming their cabin. I've got audio from the family. Stand by. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's the weed. Maybe I have too much time on 
So this is, uh, I got two pieces, an, an interview uh, that is after, but also a, uh, a piece of audio that is from the video they were filming uh, while the bear uh, was actually inside their cabin. It's trying to go out. It just went out. It just ran out. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. <gasps> He's coming back. Because <laughs> I'm not kidding. He's coming back. This is a very scary movie now. Mom, he just climbed back in the cottage. There he is. Yes, he's in the house. He's looking at me. <laughs> uh, and here is uh, here is uh, the woman being interviewed after the fact. Once we knew that all the kids were okay, our next move was to barricade the one door that separates the two sides of the cottage. And then my sister took the little kids and barricaded them in a bedroom. My favorite chocolate cake we found on the ground, all eaten. Aww. So the bear ate the chocolate cake. The bear now sees our house as a place to get a reward or a food source. They fully expect that it will return at some point this evening. Our hope is that it would go into the bear trap and not into the cottage. So it's so interesting how different animals are treated differently. And I understand it's hard to compare a gator in Florida to a bear in, in Canada. Uh, but this this animal went into these people's house. And I, trust me, I don't think any animal should ever be killed for the most part right. with a human interaction, a wild animal, because we've just taken over too much that we're now commingling. So when it happens, it's sad. But, you know, I just that's what we get. Yeah. So uh, the good news is here. They know this bear will come back. There's not an update yet on whether it did, but they know it will. But they've set up a bear-friendly live trap at the house where the bear uh, will be captured alive and moved to a remote location where it will not have the opportunity to re-enter any homes. Nice. I heard they're using porridge for that. uh... Is that true? That's what I hear. Dude, since you said that, yeah. it, it reminds me of something that I keep rem- like thinking that I want to bring up. Uh, it has become a... I don't think I can find it anywhere because I think you have to have the uh, the Calm app, C-A-L-M. Yes. Uh, but Keith Morrison, uh, I, I don't talk about him enough. He is uh, he is on Dateline, and, um, and, and he has the most beautiful voice, and he is just an absolute pro at what he does. But he, his voice is just... Uh, it's amazing, and it is it is relaxing, and I love listening to him. Uh, no, they don't have it. They don't have it on YouTube or anything. If you have the Calm app, mm-hmm. uh, there is a uh, <laughs> there is a Keith Morrison telling a version of the three. Wait, is it no? It's not the Three Little Pigs. It's it's the Three Bears, or it's 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 Goldilocks. Goldilocks and the Three Bears. Yeah, that's what it is, right? Yeah, yes, it is a version of that, but it's all like it's predominantly. About the porridge, I know that's I know that's a crazy thing to say, uh, but it's uh, okay. Well, so- I mean, the whole story revolved around porridge. One of them was too hot. Hold, hold on, let me see. Oh, if I f- was able to find this, I would be so. Uh, um, oh, uh, I, I don't know if this is going to be it or not. I don't know, but you, you I got to give share you just a piece of it. You're gonna uh, you're gonna love it. Hold on, let's see if this is it. You may think you've heard all the nursery rhymes, but if you ever heard the story of the three bears and the case of the overnight oats you will oh i guess they switched it from porridge to overnight oats okay uh but if you have the call map and you have trouble going to sleep even if you don't have trouble going to sleep listen to anything and everything keith morrison's ever done do you use anything to help you sleep um usually i mean yeah i use a lot of things to help me sleep (laughs) Well, I mean, would you like me? Where would you like me to start on the list? Like, do you do you listen to anything yeah. while you're sleeping? Yeah, okay. yeah. Well, a couple different things. If I'm really like, I know there's a problem. I will. Uh, I'll. I'll step outside of um 
of some normal things and I'll go to like the calm app and I'll right. listen to the Keith Morrison. There's some other stuff on there that helps. But uh, our big thing is um, brown noise. Okay. Uh, brown. So we have uh, we have like an Alexa next to the bed and I just say, uh, Alexa, play brown noise. Which maybe you may be experiencing that now, right? Uh, now. So, so that's what we that's what we do every every single night for the most part. Nice. Among you know mixed in with a, a cavalcade of different, uh, different uh, herbal herbal botanical uh, yeah remedies. Yeah, we use uh, we would use like thunderstorm sounds or there's uh, there's like what is it? Um, see, now that I'm thinking of it, I I, I can't. There's river rut, rain rain on the tin roof, pink noise, deep, brown noise, deep sleep playlist. Oh, like what's on there? It's it's just it's calming. It's it's instrumental. Sometimes it's, I it's, wonder if if the Rockabies would do that. Would probably work. Yeah, either that or there's uh, there's like some sleep hypnosis thing where the guy he talks to you. Like, I don't like being talked to. No, because then I feel like I have to listen to you. Now, now I can listen to a story or something like that. Right. But I don't want you to be telling me what to do because well, then I feel like I have to focus on your voice and I'm. Focusing on that and not sleeping. The one that I listened to, it, he's telling a story. He's like, "Imagine you're at a you're at a busy shopping center, and it, it's a little too busy. You go downstairs, and and it's a little less. You're, you're a little more calm now. And he like he's he's walking you through it. So basically, you're envisioning yourself shopping at this big like three story industrial you know yeah. shopping plaza or whatever. See, that's too much envisioning. And then boom, you're asleep before half half it's uh, over. You're already asleep. That's that, that's too much. Uh, that's too much thinking to eh. me. I mean, I mean, you got to be telling me. Uh, I'm gonna try brown noise tonight. Uh, brown noise hits me right. Yeah. I, I will tell you, like that is, uh, you know, I, I think I've heard that that supposedly recreates uh, like you're in the womb or something. Okay. Like it's like the the noises. For a long time, I was on the pink noise, and once you realize the difference between white noise, um, brown noise, and stuff, you find yourself not being able to go back to others. Like the white noise now yeah. to me is 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 almost uh, too much. Okay, all right, I'll give it a try. I was really, I was really trying to find some uh, some audio of the the overnight oats by Keith Morrison, but I don't, I don't. Uh, they want you to pay for the Calm app. Oh, Get the hell out. oh jeez, oh man. That was the intro to the bear. We're gonna be here a while. It's nice to see how he sits when he does. Yeah, oh, oh, you can God. hear the full sleep story on the Calm app. It is streaming. What's, what's now? It's surprising that they can let it live in one place. Like I just assume yeah. now that no matter where it is on any app, it's going to be everywhere. Uh, welcome to Drew Grabble Live. Who's this? Hey, it's Elwood. Hey, hey, Elwood. How you doing? I'm doing well. Yourself? Uh, not too bad. Not too bad. What's on your mind? Well, I'm going to actually uh, get back to the uh, the Gator story, if you don't mind. Sure. Let's go back. Uh, so I was actually raised on the Hilton Head Island, South Carolina. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm familiar. Yeah. Are you familiar with that place? Yeah. And uh, 12 years old, we lived on the golf course. My buddy and I, we would uh, put on some uh, water boots. And we would walk the uh, the edge of the lagoons on the golf courses. And uh, one day, and I've got a buddy there to uh, to make sure this is 100% true, um, I saw something very weird in the water. And I said, hey, Brian, come over here, check this out. And as he got about six foot to me, this alligator jumped out of the water, grabbed me in my right thigh. What? And pulled me in. What? Yeah, God. Oh my God! We've we've talked to a lot of people with a lot of different stories. We've <laughs> never talked to an alligator attack victim. Uh, so it grabbed you by the thigh and pulled you into the water. If I am to pulled believe me you, into the lagoon, about three foot, um, and surprisingly let me go. Like immediately. Uh, 
Yes, so quickly that I don't even remember being attacked. That's how quick this Cecil B was. Wow. What was the uh, what was the wound like? Was your thigh meat hanging out, or did it break the skin? Like what was what was the wound like? Well, so that's what everybody asked. Um, so I lived in a plantation that was called Shipyard on Hilton Head, and uh, you know it's a, it's security by uh, security gates that actually carry guns and stuff. So we immediately called them. What they said was there's, there's a couple of things that happened while I'm still here alive to, to even talk about it is that, A, there's the, I was wearing sweatpants because it was kind of cold out that uh, that day. Um, so the, the gator might have not liked that feel or material in its mouth. Interesting. But more importantly, they went back and uh, researched the situation, and they discovered that it was a mother gator. And I must have been by her egg. Oh, so and it all was. All uh, do is scare oh, the laugh. Yeah, that makes sense. It was more of a protective attack than a predatory or a hungry attack. It was. It was, and they they actually named that that gator George, and they took it to the Savannah River. Um, they didn't kill it like you were saying that. Oh, you know, wow. now we uh, commingle with with uh, these uh, ancient uh, animals, but uh, they didn't kill it. It was actually eight foot long. <laughs> and, oh my goodness! Did uh, did not. Did not, you know, mess with my uh, genitals, and did only only made very small red imprints oh. on my thigh. Well, you lucked Man. out, buddy. You got you got the best case scenario. You got you got taken by an alligator and uh, lived to talk about it with not too much damage. Man, that's a that's a hell of a tale. I appreciate you sharing with us, buddy. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, when I'm on the golf course, I always look down there and uh, make sure, but. Yeah, true story. I just want to share with you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Damn. The fact you keep saying true story makes me think it's not a true story. Yeah. But, I mean, if you're going to lie about an alligator attack, you could have made it way more. You could have been like, oh, I looked down, and, you know, my leg meat was hanging out, and I pushed it back in and sewed it up on the spot. So I do believe that guy. Yeah, a little bit. Man, I got a couple messages, uh, and I now got the second one with almost the same exact thing about some details from what happened at the at the uh, the golf course down in Inglewood. Oh. Bad. Really, just in, in in that, and what those gators were not, from what I've been told, were not going away easily. The gators that because that woman was in the water for like yes. for a long, long, long time, and, and the reason was they couldn't get to her because of the gators. So, Jeez. so it was uh, it was quite the scene down there. I feel so bad for uh, for that woman's family. Well, obviously her her you know herself too, but but her family. That's horrible. Uh, a 16-year-old Palm Harbor boy was charged with attempted murder of his own mother and another woman on Wednesday, according to the Pinellas County Sheriff's Office. Authorities were called to a home near the intersection of Steeplechase Lane and Tampa Road in Palm Harbor just after 9 p.m. When they arrived, they found the boy's mother and another woman, each suffering from multiple stab wounds. Uh, both women were rushed to the local hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. Uh, detectives say the 16-year-old boy is suspected of stabbing the women, fled the scene, but later surrendered to deputies. Uh, the teen was transported to the juvenile detention center and charged with two counts of attempted first-degree murder. Dude, very interesting. I'm always so intrigued with how some attacks are seem to be... Like, when I think of someone being stabbed multiple times, right. like, I think of that probably being fatal. Like, how did this guy, this kid, I can only imagine uh, not very mentally sound, stabbed his mother and another woman uh, repeatedly, and they seem to be, just be okay. Non-life-threatening injuries. In that case, I'm thinking, like, stabbed in the shoulder or the arm. Maybe. Or, or somewhere where it's not next to vital organs. It's not the stomach or the chest you, or even the thigh where the, where the main artery is. You ever had a dream that you were stabbed? 
No. Yeah, I've had those. Yeah? And it's always a weird thing because it's like, you know, you can't really feel in your dream. Right. So it's just like, uh, uh, and you just kind of look in and it's like, what's going on? Guts hanging out. I don't want to know what it's like to be stabbed. Man. Neither should you. Thank you. I thought something was coming. No, no. Get ready. Here's a stabbing. Uh, Velveeta is known for doing things other cheeses can't, primarily melting with a consistently smooth texture. Uh, so, so though Velveeta may not be idea, ideal for a cheese plate, it works in other dishes, uh, like Corey's favorite mac and cheese. Yeah. But can Velveeta be mixed into a martini? Well, Velveeta... Sure think so. And a steakhouse chain agreed enough to put it on their menu for $15 a pop. Uh, it started yesterday. Velveeta has teamed up with the BLT restaurant group to release the Velveeta Veltini, mm. billed as an unapologetic, outrageously cheesy spin on a martini. The unexpectedly upmarket cocktail will be served specifically between the hours of 5 to 8 p.m. at five BLT-owned restaurants across the country, uh, New York, D.C., Charlotte, um, and also one in Chicago. Velveeta said the $15 cocktails will be available while supplies last, depending on the demand, but diehard fans have at least a few days, if not weeks, to score one. You're also going to be able to order a kit uh, to make them at home. I I don't... um. Margarita? No, it's a martini. Martini, yeah. Now it's, it's hold on. Let me, let me find a little. So we wanted to find a way to elevate the experience for our fans even further by bringing the rich, creamy goodness of Velveeta to a martini in a unique, unexpected way for the ultimate outrageous pleasure. The drink combines Velveeta-infused vodka prepped by literally mixing Velveeta cheese sauce and vodka for at least 24 hours before serving, olive brine, and vermouth into a martini glass, which is then garnished with a cheese drip and a cocktail pick of Velveeta stuffed olives and jumbo Velveeta shells and cheese. Listen, I, I'm I'm there for everything but the drink. What, do you, you you get down on um you get down on olives? Black ones, black olives. I like. I don't like green ones. I love olives. Yeah, I love every. Oh god. Oh god. Oh no. Nope. Dude, there's creatures in here, dude. Really? Well, I don't know. I don't know what it was, but... Something's crawling up your leg? Something was crawling up my leg. I don't know if I've let this be known enough, and, and I guess I'm going to have to just gut the whole place. Dude, the the uh, the, the, the DGL, as far as where it stands right now, currently no air conditioning in the DGL office. Right. Uh, also, um, completely infested with cockroaches. Infested. Yeah. It's... Um, Capital I. And, I. and I feel like I want to go somewhere else, but I still go in there every day and I tough it out. And 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 it was um, I didn't share this at the time. It was probably last week. I um I could feel because sometimes once you think there's cockroaches and you know there's cockroaches, you feel yeah. like a phantom cockroach. So I I felt it on my leg and I looked down and sure enough there was a cockroach on my leg and I was wearing my hey dudes that day and it went right down into the shoe. Oh. So it went down into the shoe and like got under my foot and was like in there. So I had to take my shoe off. Uh, to get uh, to get the cockroach out of there, you you missed a perfect opportunity. <laughs> Kevin is trying to get into an office. Oh, you should have been like, listen, I'll take the one next door. You can take this one. Well, the thing and that is, way all three promotions people are right next, right next yeah, to each other. And I, the thing, upon the, upon the roach roach room off the, to them. 
Well, the thing is, is that I feel like I need to clear that with Drew first. That is true. Like, and you know, I just, and I don't want to put that on his plate right now, but I just feel like it would be a weird thing if I don't talk to him and then he comes back and our office has been moved. I do understand that. But that being said, I want to gut it in there. Like, I want to get rid of that couch. I want to get rid of everything. There's, there's clutter. Again, there's cockroaches uh, and other things uh, living in there that I, that I have not been properly identified. And now they're hitching rides over here. Uh, maybe that's what it was. Maybe that cockroach had just been living on the inside of my uh, of my flip flop, and uh, it just I'm now spreading it throughout the building. Great, I love olives. Stay out of my office. That that's whole thing. This we were talking about olives before yeah. the cockroach crawled up my leg. Um, I love olives. Yeah, dude. My go to thing last night. I made uh, boiled peanuts at the house, dude. Boiled peanuts with olives in it is the jam. Green olives. You just after it's all done, you just plops them in there. Well, what I do is uh, and feel free to. Use this recipe at home, everybody. I think I created it myself. Uh, trying to recreate the the olives that I get up by my or the peanuts that I get up by my parents' house, which is just chocked full of vegetables, potatoes, carrots, onions, peppers, like a pickles like a stew, almost like a stew with boiled peanuts in it. Damn. So what I'll do is like last night I got the canned boiled peanuts. I know everybody says get the bagged ones. I like the canned ones better. Take a couple of the canned ones, throw them in the crock pot, and then I get a a, a, a jar of the uh, the Giardiner or whatever the hell it's called. Yeah, yeah. It's got like the cauliflower, the carrots, the pickles, the peppers and stuff. I pour that in there, and then I throw some olives and some seasonings, and uh, boom, olives fire up the crock pot with a vegetable medley. Yeah. Damn, that sounds good. I'm a boiled peanut king. That's the other, you know, as I, t- I like to keep my backup options, you know, flowing. Yeah. Pool guy. I've kind of dropped my dreams of being a, a garbage man. Uh, but the other, the other one is thinking about just starting a boiled peanut stand. Do like, it. Dude, just me posted up out in, uh, probably out in your neck of the woods. I feel like, uh, what's your county again? Pasco. Yeah. I feel like Pasco is, uh, probably the most boiled peanut friendly county in the immediate area. Absolutely. So I'll just give me a truck. Followed uh, by Polk. Yeah. Polk and Pasco. Yeah. I might rotate. Like, I might have a schedule. They touch. Yeah, like on a, ooh, can I be, ooh, do they really? They really do. Can I post up a, ooh, oh my gosh. Oh, man. I almost don't want to say it out loud so that nobody steals the copyright. Triple P, Polk Pasco Peanuts, and I post up right on the Polk Pasco County line. Damn. And it's just like, come for the best Polk Pasco Peanuts. Uh, maybe it. I'll even get a little shack or a shed where I can also live and harvest and cook my peanuts. There you go. All right, back to the nature. Things are looking. Uh, things are looking. Things are looking up pretty good. Uh, in my last story, uh, and, and and it is bear related as well. The footage is amazing. If it, it really, it's it's more about the imagery than it is the story itself. But a starving polar bear uh, was seen approaching homes in an Arctic outpost for help after getting its tongue caught inside a tin can. Extraordinary footage shows the wild animal pleading for human help in. Uh, I have to be pronouncing this right. Well, let me just spell it for you, Corey. Then you tell me how you pronounce it. D-I-K-S-O-N. Dixon. Okay. I was thinking more Dixon. All right. Yeah. Dixon. Yeah. Uh, In Dixon, northern Russia, it has been unable to eat after getting its tongue lodged in an empty can of condensed milk. (gasps) And this polar bear was legit just like going up to people with these big... Puppy dog, polar bear eyes, just like asking them and begging them to take this can off. So multiple people tried and couldn't. So they ended up, uh, so whoever the veterinary, I wouldn't imagine they would have wild veterinary care in Russia at a time like this. But they came <laughs> out and they put the polar bear down temporarily, um, sedated him, and then uh, and, and then and then took it off and then treated him. So it's a good story. But when you see a polar bear that is supposed to be one of the only animals on earth that is literally hunting humans, going up to them just. You can see it in his face. 
begging for help kind of gives you a uh, a peek into the the polar bear psyche. Uh, welcome to, to Drew Garabo Live. Who's this? Thank you. 